Welcome to this shifting moment. Every Monday and Wednesday, we share a reading from one of the great authors, thinkers, spiritual writers, and the like. After the reading, we share a prayer, and not necessarily in the religious sense, but we share a thought or a hope that we pray will carry you through the day. This short podcast is designed for your morning wake up, your afternoon reset, or your nightly rest, and we really hope it helps. Sharon Salzberg, start where you are. I have never believed that you must completely love yourself first before you can love another. I know many people who are hard on themselves, yet love their friends and family deeply and are loved in return, though they might have difficulty receiving that love. But it's hard to sustain love for others over the long haul until we have a sense of inner abundance and sufficiency. When we experience inner impoverishment, love for another too easily becomes hunger for reassurance, for acclaim, for affirmation of our worth. Feeling incomplete inside ourselves, we search for others to complete us. But the equations don't work that way. We can't gain from others what we're unable to give ourselves. It's important to recognize that self-love is an unfolding process that gains strength over time, not a goal with a fixed endpoint. When we start to pay attention, we see that we're challenged daily to act lovingly on our own behalf. Simple gestures of respect, care of the body, rest for the mind, and beauty for the soul in the form of music, and art and nature are all ways of showing ourselves love. Really, all of our actions, from how we respond when we can't fit into our favorite pair of jeans to the choice of foods we eat, can signify self-love or self-sabotage. So can the way that we react when a stranger cuts us off in line or a friend does something hurtful or we get an unwelcome medical diagnosis. As Maya Angelou said in her book, Letter to My Daughter, she said, You may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. I started meditation practice, as many do, with the need to turn around that tendency to feel reduced by life. Still, it takes special courage to be to challenge the rigid confines of our accustomed story. It's not that easy to radically alter our views about where happiness comes from or what brings us joy, but it's eminently possible. We truly can reconfigure how we ourselves, how we see ourselves and reclaim the love for ourselves that we're innately capable of. That's why I invite some students to set out on this path of spirit adventure. Instead of feeling that real love is a pass-fail exam that we're scared to take, 
Although love has been depicted as starry-eyed and sweet, love for self is made of tougher stuff. It's not a sappy form of denial. You might still feel desire and shame like everyone else in the world, but you can learn to hold these emotions in the context of caring. Real love allows for failure and suffering. All of us have made mistakes, and some of those mistakes were consequential. But you can find a way to relate to them with kindness. No matter what troubles have befallen you, or what difficulties you have caused yourself and others, with love for yourself, you can change, grow, make amends, and learn. Real love is not about letting yourself off the hook. Real love does not encourage you to ignore your problems or deny your mistakes and imperfections. You see them clearly and you still opt to love. The words, our accustomed story, stuck out to me in that reading. Because the accustomed story is the one that we're taught from birth. The one where the world is somehow this finite place and the things, everything for that matter, is scarce. And that we have to compete for our piece of the pie. But that sort of mentality only leaves the whole world hungry. Nothing about the world we live in is scarce. If you picture a waterfall, it doesn't hoard its water. A flower doesn't hold back from full bloom. Everything around us points to generosity and availability, especially love. Worthiness has nothing to do with loveliness. Our ability to love, and especially to love ourselves, must be as abundant as a waterfall and as able as a flower in spring. Love is not a luxury, it is our birthright, and we are surrounded by it. There is no limited supply, and we don't need to do anything for it but to surrender to it. To surrender to love is to admit what's been going on the whole time, that we are loved just as we are, and that a love story like this doesn't need to be accustomed to anything, it's already going on. I hope we can surrender to that story, and not to our accustomed one. This has been This Shifting Moment. 